One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Boots. Let's feel good. In this episode, I'm joined by M. Ford, the makeup artist and vlogger better known as My Pale Skin, who has amassed over a million subscribers on YouTube and whose video You Look Disgusting, the video she created featuring the negative comments she received about her acne, has had over 28 million views worldwide. It's no surprise, given her ability to cover up her acne, but also the fact she embraces her skin, that Boots have included her in their Let's Feel Good campaign, which celebrates the bigger role that beauty plays in day-to-day -day life. In this conversation, we talk about the transformational power of makeup, not only on how you look, but how you feel, and how something as simple as finding the right concealer or foundation can make you feel in control. Here she is, making her first appearance on The Emma Gunn Show. It's M Ford. Um, I am so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. You're the perfect person to talk to about this subject, which is very close to my heart, which is the link between confidence and beauty. I get a whole lot of confidence from my makeup bag. And whether that's right or wrong, it's backed. But I mean, it works for you. <laughs> exactly. It must be right. You did an incredible video, and I think a lot of listeners will obviously know you from this video a couple of years ago, called You Look Disgusting. And it was so groundbreaking. And it was really brave. So would you just explain for the listeners exactly what you did? Oh, my God. It, like, it's still... I, I still can't believe that it took off the way that it did. Um... I wasn't expecting that to happen in any way, shape, or form. And so I made a film about all of the things that have been said to me on social media over a three-month period, um, because when I was in my early 20s, I developed adult acne out of nowhere. And I was like, as a teenager, I was that girl who had the good skin, but <laughs> like didn't really do anything with it and just would use like, not even like a, a wet wipe, like a nappy wipe or something, you know, it's like, your skin my was face. just resilient. It was just yeah. great. Mm. I had great skin. Um, and then I hit my 20s and then out of nowhere in my like early to mid 20s, adult acne. And, um, it literally like destroyed me for a very long time and it just totally changed everything about how I felt about myself how I you know everything from my self-image to my self-confidence to even just hanging out with friends or mm. going to events and these kind of things I just didn't do any of it um I got over it <laughs> eventually when I realized how stupid I was being because of how common it is mm. um but then <laughs> I realized how common it was, but then I also realized that nobody was actually talking about it yeah. online. So I started posting makeup-free selfies, and then everything kind of went insane. 
Yeah, so it was a bit of a roller coaster. What was it like when you posted that first makeup free selfie? I just, to me at the time, I guess, I don't know, because I had no idea what would, what would happen from mm-hmm. it. It was just a case of, I just remember having like a really bad day. Mm-hmm. And then um, if I have a bad day, then I try and go out of my way to make somebody else have a good day because I might not be able to improve how I feel about myself that day, but mm-hmm. I might be able to improve how up someone else does. That's really um, interesting. I love that idea. Yeah, it's just, if it, I don't know, I just... I'm the type of person that will always put other people before me mm-hmm. as well. So, um, you know, it can help you feel good by doing good for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I truly, truly believe in. Um, so, yeah, I just remember having a bad day and being and not knowing anybody that had acne. And I think I just posted a picture and was like, adult acne sucks. <laughs> um, but this is what I'm going through. Does anybody else, mm. you know, have this, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody just kind of popped up and was like, I have acne too. <laughs> and ultimately it was very empowering, not just for your followers and for the people who discovered you via that post, but also for you. Yeah, it was... Um, I, I like still sometimes, I like still don't quite believe that it was real and that it actually happened. And it's just crazy because um, one thing that I never expected was that through learning how to apply my makeup that I would feel more confident to not wear any. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of my audience find as well, that mm-hmm. by learning how to apply their makeup, they feel better about themselves without makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually having that knowledge of beauty and skincare and products and what to use, what not to use for your skin type, um, it gives you that kind of power back that acne mm-hmm. strips from you or that your skin condition can strip from you. And I think it just all goes back to how beauty makes you feel. Mm. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily about the shade of the lipstick you're wearing. It's about how you feel when you're wearing that lipstick or how you feel when you're wearing the moisturizer. Mm. And I think that's something that means a lot to me and the same to my audience as well. Which is why you are the perfect person to be part of this Boots campaign, which is why we are able to be sitting together today, which is the Let's Feel Good campaign which really does channel into this idea of using your beauty products, whether that's skincare and makeup, to give you that sense of feeling really positive and putting a, a, a bounce in your step, as it were. And so why, why, I mean, I'm guessing when they approached you, it fits so perfectly, but could you tell me why specifically you decided to be involved? I think it was one of those, when Boots approached me about the Feel Good campaign, I think it was one of those pinch me moments because you're like, oh my gosh, this is like the perfect kind of thing because it was like, this is everything that I believe in because it's not about, um, you know, making people feel like to feel good, they have to look good. Mm -hmm. It's no, 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 you use the products that make you feel good Mm -hmm. and it's all about that kind of drop in the pressures of the beauty industry Mm -hmm. and you know just being who you are and that kind of just I don't know I just found that exciting Mm -hmm. that it was you know like it's a beauty campaign where you don't see people's faces for Mm -hmm. 90% of the campaign Mm -hmm. and it's all about how you feel and how 
how you move and, you know, how you present yourself to the world. And that makes a big difference, especially in self-confidence, mm. because, you know, as, I think as women, we see that all the time. Like, if you walk into the room with your heads down, you'll have a different reaction to if you walk into the room with your head up. Mm. Oh, um, completely. Completely. And I think it's and it's the little things, like you might walk into a room with your head down because you feel a bit embarrassed, but what people see is that you're closed off and then maybe they don't approach you and all you want is for somebody to take you by the <laughs> hand and say... Do you want to sit with me? Do you know that's the story <laughs> of my life? <laughs> like, and I think, um, you know, I'm I'm really bad at like big social um, kind of like parties or mm-hmm. those kind of things because I'm really not great in big crowds of people. Mm-hmm. So I do have that quite a lot. And um, you know, like one on one, I'm like, yeah, okay, I got this, I got this. Like yeah. one on two, like three, four people, I'm like, yeah. I got this I got this like 30 people I'm like I do not have this <laughs> I am gonna hide in the bathroom with my phone um but I think like those things it's like okay pretend you're reading an email pretend you're reading an email don't make eye contact with anybody you'll be okay um but that's just you know everybody has their issues mm-hmm. and everybody has their quirks and I think it's just finding the things and the ways of helping you deal with those things and mm-hmm. helping you process so I have um for events and things I have what I call my safety makeup look and like do my, I do, yeah. And it's like, you know, I always kind of call it, you know, like <laughs> I always think of like clothes as a metaphor for it. It's like, you know, say you see an amazing outfit on a mannequin and you're like, yes, that is so in fashion mm-hmm. right now. And then like 20 years later, it's one of those 80s puffball mm-hmm. like shoulder things. <laughs> it's not <laughs> maybe not so such a good look anymore. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily follow the trends for like those things I follow the makeup look that makes me feel good Mm. and the things that I know that I will feel good wearing Mm -hmm. and the shades that I know that I don't have to worry about what it looks like um because then I'm like okay then I know I look okay and how I feel Mm. about myself um and then it just removes that kind of pressure from you and you're like okay right I got this. I don't have to worry. Oh, is my outfit okay? Do I look okay? Those kind of things. It's just then focusing on who you are as a person. And you've got that level of self-confidence in terms of image. Now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, self-confidence in terms of people. <laughs> you have to get to. So yeah, safety makeup look is, is the one. I love that idea. I've done the whole thing with a capsule wardrobe. So you will now never not see me in either a grey, <laughs> white or black t-shirt and jeans just so you know, because it's just what I wear every day and it makes getting ready so easy. I love experimenting, mm. and I know you love experimenting with makeup, but there is something really levelling and really grounding about just having fail-safe makeup that just yes. you know is going to make you feel good. What's yours? Oh, uh, big eyeliner flick. Or today, which is kind of like rust, sort of bronzy eyeshadow, mm. lashes, and it's. I did sweat it all off on the walk here because I was rather <laughs> enthusiastic <laughs> I was like, oh, I pick up the pace this morning. So I am glowing, and that is not it's a highlighter. A glow. <laughs> it's a nice glow, though. You look like so juicy and dewy. And, like, oh, well, thank nice you so glow. much. Um, so finding confidence in products is one thing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really interested to ask you about is in that video, you um, actually flashed up some of the comments that were made under your post, and the You Look Disgusting one is one of them. How have you since then been able to, do you have any techniques of pushing those comments to one side so they don't, so that you're waterproof, so that they don't get to you? I think um, 
one thing that I found that worked for me was, and it can be, it can sound a little blunt, so <laughs> I apologize in advance, um, but I always say you can't stop it. Mm. You know, you will not stop it. It's impossible mm. to never receive a negative comment mm. ever again in, in your life. Mm. It's impossible. You yeah. know, nobody can guarantee that. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm. It's impossible. It will always happen. And one thing that changed for me was just knowing that it's not about stopping them. It's about coexisting mm-hmm. and living with them. Um, because... When you use your platform for self-expression or self-confidence or just sharing who you are, um, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like that. And there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like how a lipstick can make a woman feel powerful Mm. or how beauty can have an impact on others and improve Mm -hmm. their self-confidence. Or there's always going to be somebody that thinks that a woman should look a certain way or a man shouldn't wear makeup, you know? There's Mm. always going to be somebody that feels that way. So it's about knowing what you can live with and what you can't live with. And I kind of always split comments into different categories. So I'd have... I'd call one like your autonomous response, which would be somebody who'd just be like, ew, gross, tag their friend. <laughs> because they've done it before they've even thought about what they've done. Mm. It's just like muscle memory. They've mm. just gone, ah, and tag their friend. And then, you know, you've got the other people who might um, say, I don't know, you look disgusting or you look so gross or oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's them purely going on of physical characteristics. And I'm not really bothered those ones don't really get to me anymore. It's the ones that will go for like a weird route hmm. that kind of I always find bothersome, I guess. But um, what what uh, what might an example of that be? Like when you say weird route, what do you mean? Um, I'm trying to think of an example that would make sense. It could be maybe somebody has gone through your entire. Um, Instagram page or something, mm-hmm. or maybe they pick up on something that they know that you physically cannot change about yourself. Um, say you have a birthmark or a mole or a scar or something like that, or if somebody knows what an insecurity of yours is that then tries to go straight for that. There's, mm. this is, I'm really not explaining it very no, well. No, I get it. But there's a certain type of comment, mm. and those are the ones that I always think, oh, about. But look, most of the time, it's fine. And I always say it's about learning what you can live with and about learning what you can't and set up filters Mm -hmm. in place so you don't see the comments that get to you. Set up, you know, have a good support network Mm -hmm. around you. Um, And that made a difference to me, Sarah, totally. (laughs) No, no, you didn't at all. That makes complete sense. Um, But, yeah, I think think it's about... um, It's about knowing that I, I... I like the t-shirt argument, you know, the t-shirt argument. So say somebody's spilt, maybe they've spilt some coffee mm-hmm. on their t- on a white t-shirt. Right. You know, they can't change that. Mm. You can't you can't just change in the middle of a meeting if you spilt your coffee. Don't mention it. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe somebody has a bit of lipstick on their teeth. You can you can swipe that off. Mm. So I'd mention that to a friend. Mm. Um, and it's the same thing, you know, if somebody. I don't know. It's 
just being kindness. It's just kindness and being human and treating people with respect and confidence that they deserve. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lack of that on social media, definitely. But um, hopefully it will improve. If we all keep putting out messages like this, then maybe one day people will just think, well, it's just not worth writing that nasty comment. Or Yeah, and it changes. And I think the more that the beauty industry... Um, works towards it as well Mm. and not just the beauty industry I mean boots are doing amazing things with this especially with you know having people of all ages races genders Mm. and other and I'm just so excited like I can you imagine that happening like 20 years ago like when you're growing up no no you're you're very you're absolutely correct and this campaign as well focuses very much on body language so you talked about the fact that it's faceless for 90% of the, of the campaign. But so the majority of it is seeing how people stand, walk, sort of hold themselves differently. Mm-hmm. And is that something that you've really observed when you were doing the shoot and when you sort of speak to people on social media, you must have followers who get in touch with you. Is that something that you have noticed as a bigger conversation now? The, feel, the feeling part of it, as opposed uh, to the looking. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's what it comes down to across the entire industry at the end of the day, is everybody just wants to feel good about mm. themselves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, admitting that we all want to feel good about themselves yeah. ourselves. And- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I always think that, you know, if wearing four sets of eyelashes to your 9 a.m. Monday meeting makes you feel good, do it. Do it. You know, do it. 301s. <laughs> yeah. And if, you know, wearing no makeup at all makes you feel good, and then do it, you know? You talked about the fact that learning how to use makeup to cover or to know how to um, use makeup well makes... Uh, people more confident about not wearing makeup mm-hmm. could you explain to me that link because I would think if somebody got the skill to be able to do their makeup well they would then just do that every day what what is it that you think means that they then are happy to go without I think for me you know beauty is this kind of um experimentation platform and it's it's makeup at the end of the day it washes off Mm. You know, I hope that yes. <laughs> I hope that it all washes off at the end of the day. And um, for me, I think it all comes down to when I had acne. And when that happens, it feels like any kind of um, control that you have over your own face is kind of stripped away from you. Mm. Because you can, you know, you can go to the shop and you can try like 10 different products. You can go to see a dermatologist. You can go to see your GP. You Mm. can speak to someone. You can speak to friends. Most people, they'll do this for months and months and months and months and sometimes not get anywhere. Mm. And that can be so disheartening and so frustrating. And I know for me, it took me nearly a year 
to try and get my skin under control. It took almost a year. And I lost count on the amount of products that I tried that made me made it worse. And I couldn't, you know, everyone's like, oh, why don't you go on this? Why don't you go on that? And it's not necessarily as easy as popping a pill and everything disappears yeah, yeah. overnight, mm-hmm. which people on the internet seem to think happens. Mm-hmm. It's about learning to feel confident with who you are and embracing mm-hmm. the positive aspects of what you like about yourself. So I always see it as if, for example, you only, only, only ever feel good about yourself with a full face of makeup, like a full beat, mm. you know, a full face of makeup. <laughs> Did you just say a full beat? I said a full beat. I am so in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you only... That was amazing. But, like, you know, that used to be me when I was, like, 21, 22, and I had, like, a desk job, you know? I would wear eyelashes to work every day. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't ever, ever go to work without doing them. And it's about, like slowly slowly taking a step back Mm -hmm. and I like to always say like try and do it over like a a 30 day period say you you apply 30 products on your first day Mm -hmm. um on the 30th day you should try just applying one and work backwards and see what happens see how you feel about yourself as you strip a product back because by the time you get to the end of the month you might feel differently that is such a good idea because um, people always think that, oh, maybe you have to be an all or nothing kind of girl. No, you mm. can just be a hint of concealer. You could just be like brush your brows up and put a bit of gel on and that could make a difference. It could be a tinted moisturizer. Mm. You know, it's not necessarily about um, all or nothing. And for me, with my acne, understanding when everything was kind of stripped away and you can't, you know, it feels like you can't, like, get rid of your acne no matter how hard you try. The only way that you could was by applying your makeup Mm. because then you had that control back Mm. that was your decision then if you want to show your acne or if you don't want to show Mm. your acne, which was taken away from you up until that point. So by having that little bit of power back to decide whether or not you want to show people your acne or not, it gives you a new kind of boost of confidence that, Mm. no, it's my decision. I'm not going to wear any makeup today. (laughs) Or no, do you know what? I'm going to go like all out Mm. today and wear everything. And it's just that little bit of um, choice makes such a big difference. And I never expected that to become one of the main overarching uh, messages that people get from my Mm -hmm. channels and especially in my videos and like thousands of messages that I've had and you know I've spent a long time um like like, I spent a long time doing more on this for you look disgusting too and Mm -hmm. really um researching that and yeah it all comes down to that self-confidence level and Mm -hmm. about using techniques whether that's products or whether that's um you know counseling or therapy or makeup artist lessons Mm. you know it's about using the techniques and tools that make you feel good about yourself and make you um just feel content yeah Mm. and I think there's a really positive message in there as well of you can't fix your skin overnight and I think we are all susceptible to that idea of having a product that will fix our skin um 
after one use. And I think it's really empowering, actually. As somebody, I had very bad teenage acne, and it was something that I couldn't get under control for a long time. In the end, it was medication. But um, it's a really positive message to say, actually, it's about it's about a continued effort and if you don't worry if it doesn't repair itself immediately it is a bit of a journey but once you have the key and you have the tools or you have the products that sort it that as you say is where the control and the power comes from now talk to me about we are going to talk about your makeup as well (laughs) now there was one particular it was a high coverage concealer that kind of changed everything for you is that right Mm, absolutely yeah because I felt like up until that point, it just felt like, nope, not going to cover, not going to work, nothing's going to cover. And it was just that kind of like light bulb moment of, oh my God, I've done it. <laughs> you know, like it's disappeared. And um, it's just crazy sometimes when you think about it, like, well, it, no, it shouldn't be crazy, but you know. It um, still blows my mind sometimes how much difference one product can can mm. cha- how one product can change everything. So let's talk about the product that changed everything. So I think for me it was a combination of finding the right drugstore foundation and a high coverage concealer, mm. and I feel like when I had that, everything changed because I just feel like. Everything was just so difficult at the time and I didn't know which ones to use. And I didn't know, you know, oh gosh, am I going to have to spend like 60 pounds on like a concealer to get it to coverage? Am I going to have to buy like the world's most expensive foundation to get mm. this to cover? I've tried the world's most expensive. <laughs> you can get better in the drugstore. You can get better at boots. <laughs> and um, yeah, I feel like um, it was just, you know, like, it's crazy when you say it, but like in all seriousness, a foundation and, you know, a concealer changed my life. Mm. And that's like the weird, crazy truth. And, you know, for me, I'll always, always have like fond memories. And I remember in my very first acne coverage tutorial, the first one I ever posted, I used a NYX foundation mm. <laughs> in that. And, um, you know, the first kind of natural almost what I'm trying to um or what I like to put out there is like the kind of barely there coverage like pinpoint concealing mm-hmm. so trying to um recommend um like a low coverage foundation instead of like your really thick like mm. old school early 2000s foundations <laughs> you know so something like uh, I'm trying to think of a good example for you something like um in it cosmetic cc cream mm-hmm. um it's like great coverage but it's barely there on the mm-hmm. skin as well so something like that can just make all the difference and i think it would be tempting for somebody to say well i want to know exactly what you used but it's about the discovery it's about finding the textures and coverage exactly. that work for you for your skin and exactly. your skin type and everybody's skin is different so you know like i could sit here and i could rave about one specific concealer all day long but it doesn't matter if you have a completely different skin tone, mm. skin type and skin texture, because what works for me might not necessarily work for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing in the beauty industry is about finding the things that make you feel good and mm. that work for you. So I always 
say to whenever anybody like friends wise or whoever asks me for skincare advice I'm like well what kind of skin have you got yeah. because my skin might be totally different so find somebody that has the same mm. kind of skin like you and if a couple of products that they use works for them then stick with them yeah. but I might not necessarily be the skincare girl them you know and there's never been a greater time to discover products than now because as we've previously spoken about the high street is just rich it's a rich buffet of textures and everything it's so amazing and yeah I just get I still get excited you know like beauty has been my job my life my literal my entire existence for the past couple years I still get excited walking in yeah to the shop and being like oh my god I don't know what to get I don't know what to get there's like nothing everything. like that buzz. Nothing <laughs> like it. It could be anything from like your um, your CC cream, mm-hmm. you know, like a natural it cosmetic CC cream, or it could be, you know, finding the right drugstore concealer palette. And I know mm. NYX had some amazing foundations. I think the very first acne coverage video that I ever posted, I had a foundation from NYX in it as well. Yeah, and that was. Oh, that was back in the day, yeah. And that was like a revelation to me at the time. And um, it just, yeah, it still makes me smile when I think about it now because it's like, say, you know when you go clothes shopping and you jump in the changing room and you try on a dress and it's the dress mm-hmm. and you automatically stand up a little straighter or you yeah. get your hair cut and you turn around in the chair and they give you the mirror and you see your bouncy blow dry mm-hmm. Or maybe you put on a new shade of lipstick and you're mm-hmm. like, mm, that's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like some new lashes. It's that, it's that little spark and you can't um, describe it and mm-hmm. you never know when it's going to happen. But it's that kind of certain feeling that um, you know it when it happens. Mm, it's and immediate, guess, isn't it? Yeah, because it just like comes over you like yeah. this radiance wash and that's what it was like for me and what, what, what do you do you have a product that's ever made you feel like that I've got a hundred a hundred thousand <laughs> no so many so many um but like you I test things all the time and you know when something's not quite right and you maybe use it once or twice and then you put something else on and you're like oh I never want to not use this so yeah I completely understand what you say when it's just that moment where it just fits it's like a jigsaw puzzle that just fits absolutely and for me you know it's it's like the, uh, a good CC cream, a good foundation, a good concealer um, had that for me. But then I also get the same with like an amazing, um, you know, like affordable drugstore mascara mm-hmm. or like an affordable eyebrow product. It still gives me that same kind of, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't think we give the high street enough credit. I think there are some awesome products on the high street. It's just like smashing it mm. now. And even in the past three, four years, um, just seeing the changes mm. when you walk into your local boot store and see the different brands mm-hmm. and the different shades that are available and the different products and textures. Mm. And it's, yeah, I mean, teenagers today have it so I easy. I, I was in um, a boots recently, actually, and it was a central London one, so maybe it obviously looks... It's obviously got more than your average, perhaps, but it reminded me of going into one of the big department stores when I was younger because there were so many different brands and the displays actually 
were sort of like not interactive, but they just looked really nice. And a couple of them mm. had people like saying, do you want some help? And it was, it's a far more welcoming place than perhaps, and the variety and mm. the breadth of products is amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun talking to you. Um, I will obviously put the links to uh, your videos, your blog, your social media, everything in the show notes, um, which you can find on Apple Podcasts or Acast or wherever it is that you are streaming this particular episode. And thank you so much. There will obviously be all the um, information about the campaign too. which you shot so thank you for being here thank you so much for having me it's been so much fun (laughs) 